come a caroling among the leaves so green. Oh, here we come a wandering so fair to be seen. Love and joy come to you, and to you glad Christians too. And God bless you and send you a happy new year. And God send you a happy new year. We are not daily beggars that beg from door to door. But we are neighbors' children whom you have seen before. Love and joy come to you, and to you glad Christians too. And God bless you and send you a happy new year. And God send you a happy new year. God bless the master of this house, likewise the mistress too. And all the little children that round the table go. Love and joy come to you. And to you, glad Christians too. And God bless you and send you a happy new year. And God send you a happy new year. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. As you can hear, we have one of my favorite guests of the year down here. In fact, this is like my most favorite thing to do because uh, not only do I get a big crowd down here, not only are they enthused to be here, but then I get to produce music afterwards. And I i don't normally get a chance to sit down and try to play with the, the sounds and try to make it sound good. Uh, Amy Kazin trusts me each and every year to make the Evergreen Park High School Mandrigals sound good on the podcast, and I appreciate it. How are you, Amy? We're great. Happy to be back. Thank you for stopping by. I, I always love it. Every time you come by, there's a bigger crowd. This this was a this was a stop that the Mads wanted to make. You were telling me. Yeah, actually, the day that you contacted me, they were asking, oh, "Are we going to get to do the podcast this year?" So they're happy to be back. <laughs> That's awesome. You guys have a really busy schedule. Before I get the kids in here, uh, like, I just want to explain to everybody. We had like a time set, and then you just like reached down. You're like, uh, things are moving. And I'm like, yeah, come here. I have nothing to do. I'm just the dude that's sitting in his basement waiting to record. But like you have a schedule that moves constantly from now all the way until the big day. Uh, how's it been so far? Because I know you were out at Dickens Fest and I know you've already done some performances. Yeah, it's been a good run so far. We're at, at the day of the recording. We're about halfway through. Um, we'll be done by the 19th. Awesome. Very, very cool. Who, who do you want to introduce to me here? Because I got kids that are like, they, they can't wait to get in here. Who who wants to say hi? Step on up to a microphone. Just introduce yourself and we'll we'll kind of do it that way. It, it's funny because uh, Amy goes like, who wants to talk? And like a bunch of hands went up and it was like, who doesn't want to talk? And a bunch of kids ran to the other side of the basement. So there's a very, very different feeling going on here. And while they're getting themselves situated here at the microphones, let me remind you that this episode and every episode of the EP podcast brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Free ATMs nationwide, $300 bonus with qualifying activities when you open up a checking account. There's a bonus when you open up a savings account. There's online mobile banking tools, award-winning customer service. There's no overdraft fees, and I just love going in there and seeing the folks over at 95th and Pulaski. Always friendly, always answering my questions. I got all the kids' accounts over there. The First National Bank of Evergreen Park member, FDIC. Hi, what's your name? I'm Susie. Hi, Susie. How are you? Hi, I'm good. You jumped right up to the front. Like when we were recording, you were like, I'm going to be up in the front of the microphone. You're the first person on the mic. Uh, how long have you been doing this with the Mads? 
I've been here since my freshman year. I'm a junior, so I'm third year. There's one more third year, I think. Yeah. So um, I'm hoping all four years, so since my freshman year. And you've had the the costume, then that means for all those years? Because is, is that how it works, if I remember this right? You get in, you pick what you want, and then you hold it. Or or you wait for somebody to leave because there might be a costume you want, but you got to wait for that kid to graduate. Is that how that works? Yeah. If you like your costume, you have it for four years or for however long you do maths. Is this your original? Yes. Okay. I've had it since my freshman so year. So you like this one? Is I that love a this senior one. that you're waiting to have leave and you come no, with no, somebody no, no, else? No, 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 no. This one. I love this one. You get worried that there's another kid right now eyeballing your outfit and that you're like, they're they're waiting for me to leave. No, I hope someone loves it after me because yeah. it's just, it's such a, I love this one. This one's my favorite out of most of them. So I'm hoping someone wants it when I leave. So then someone keeps enjoying it like I did. That's awesome. I, I think all of you look just so great down here. Oh, who's this guy here? He's got you have you have the greatest headpiece that I've yeah. I've seen. I mean, I'm uh, seriously, I'm jealous of that. It's, Thank it, you. He's got poinsettias yeah. uh, on his head, <laughs> and and then what I can only describe, and I'm I'm doing it no justice whatsoever, but basically a red and tan minstrels outfit. Yeah. Uh, with his poinsettias on his on his on his hair, and and a, and a very furry collar. What's your name, young man? Uh, hi, my name is Diego. Diego. All right, so you were also ran, ran right up here in the front. What what year are you? I'm a senior. You're a senior. Yeah. Okay, so you've been doing this now for four years. No, two years. Two years. Yes. You didn't do it at first. No, I joined choir uh, halfway through my sophomore year. Okay. All right. You you weren't into it at first. You had to be coaxed into it. Yeah, I talked into it. Yeah. Is that kind of like how things work in in high school now? I feel like when I got there, I kind of knew what I wanted to do, but I have two high school kids, and I feel like what they do now is very different than what they walked into wanting to do in the high school. Is that something you get in there, you find your people, and then you go, okay, this is something I want to do, and that's why it takes a couple years? I feel like there's just so many options now and so many clubs, and people come to you and ask you, hey, do you want to try this group, or do you want to come to like a meeting with me, or like, do you want to come to student government with me, or a hey, uh, come to lunch choir with me? It's, there's so many opportunities, and I think a lot of kids are taking advantage of it. What's what's the uh, what's the best event that you guys are going to do this year? Because you've done them before, so you already know you got them all lined up. Which is the one that you look forward to the most? I like this one. This, this one? one. This one's coming cool. to the EP podcast. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Gosh, I feel like I should be doing more for you. Like there should be snacks <laughs> or something like that. Like you guys wanted to be here, you showed up, and all I am is just a dude that's just sitting here asking you questions. I feel lame. I could uh, use some goldfish. <laughs> goldfish? I've got goldfish upstairs. Awesome. I, just, <laughs> I just went to Costco. I have individual bags. Everybody gets an individual bag of goldfish before you leave. This one young lady told me that she works up at Pappy's with my daughter, which I think is, is, is that correct? I used to work at Pappy's. Used yeah. to work at Pappy's. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your name? Michaela. Michaela. Okay. And your name? Hi, I'm Gabby. Hi, Gabby. All right. So how long have you guys been doing this for? Well, this is my second year. I joined my sophomore year. I'm a junior now. Okay. Uh, this will be my third year. Third year. All right. And so I asked what was your favorite one. Which one do you hate the most? I don't want to say it's a specific one. It's just it's so cold outside. You don't like the outside ones? But like, I love the tree lighting and stuff when we are outside. It's okay. Just, I don't like to be cold. Dickens Fest, then. But it's, it's so pretty. It is really nice. You know what? I cold. think they should put you guys on the trolley. That's what I would suggest. <laughs> right? Have you ever thought about that? Just get on the trolley. Because they play Christmas music on the trolley. Maybe the madrigals just sit in the back of the trolley, ride around the neighborhood, and sing songs, and you could be a little bit warmer. Okay. <laughs> I got myself moved inside the atrium this year during Dickens Fest. And and these some of these costumes look like they may be warmer than others. If you had to give advice to a freshman madrigal, would you say go with warmth or go with style? What's more important for you? Um... I'm the type of person who is always going to say, like, if you look good, you feel good. Yeah. So it's like, for me, like, I'll always, like, 
for me personally, I don't care if I'm cold. Like, if I look good, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm going to remember everything. Like, I put that to everything. I'm like, okay, I have on this cute dress. Who's going to love it? And, I, and I'm feeling good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remember everything if I have this on. So it's like, if I don't have a coat, I'm going to be like, mm, I'm a little chilly. But, like, I'm not going to, like... I love like feeling good because that makes me perform what, but like better. That's awesome. Are you in your original costume? Yes, this is actually the costume that I chose my sophomore year. I'm a senior this year, so I um, only got three years, but um, I'm very glad with the costume that I chose. Has anybody switched since they got in here? Anybody? Oh, I also did switch. You did switch. No, I lied. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love it. I'm so sorry. I, I lied. <laughs> I did have a different one. Um, it was Because I figure look crazy. good, look good, yeah. feel good girl would have had more than one co- outfit in the last three years. I did have a different years. costume. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I loved that costume. It was solid 50 pounds when not wearing it. It was a very heavy dress. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. It was cute. I definitely prefer this one. But um, the other one, yeah, I did have that for about a year. Awesome. Go ahead and introduce yourselves, the last three of you here. I'm Joe. I'm a junior, and this is my first year. Joe, you're a junior in your first year. Um, I'm Halani. I'm also a junior. This is my first year. Okay. Hi, I'm Bella. I'm a freshman. This is my first year. Bella, okay. We have a freshman, and we'll get this young lady in here as well. Hello, I'm Parker. I'm a senior, and this is my fourth year of meds. I feel like I remember Parker from last year on the microphone. Probably. Yes, I I think last year was the first year that I actually spoke. Yeah, yeah. You were very, I remember you being very matter-of-fact on the microphone. So I I, I always pick up, I always remember those that when I ask him a question, give me a straight answer. You're a straight answer kind of girl. I remember that. Okay, so uh, as you guys are going through this here towards the end and you're, you're looking forward to it. What happens after the Madrigals? Is it, do you guys prefer, do you like to, do you like to perform? Are you more uh, plays? Are you more singers? Uh, is this something that you're looking to do later on in life uh, where, where you want to be, a, be an actor either in a club or professionally? Has anybody got any aspirations for that? I don't know. Big question right there. Yeah. Everybody just kind of looked um, at me like, I don't know, man, I'm wearing a minstrel outfit and I'm singing <laughs> in your basement. What do you want from me? I mean, I love it. I don't know where I would go with it. Like, I want to continue it without... I don't know how to say that. I was going to say I want to continue it without pursuing it. Yeah. Like, as my own career. No, I get it. Here's the thing. Like, I, the only reason I asked that question is I just, I've started to do college trips with my daughter, who's a senior. And we went to the University of Illinois. And she wants to be an architect. And what was interesting was the architecture school is the exact same school for the musicians and for the theater kids. And she's a musician who loves theater. So she's like, wait a minute, I'm going to go be an architect. That's where the money is. Like, she's excited about that, right? But she's like, but these are my people. So I could see myself getting into it because it's all part of the same college on that campus. Not every college is like that, but that was something that she immediately picked up. So that's why I kind of asked the question because I I thought to myself, here we have these kids and some of them are going because they want to be one thing, some want to be another, but they're all interacting with each other. And I kind of saw there was like a parallel there. So I would think that some of you may be sitting there thinking to yourself, okay, I may not major in it, but I definitely want to keep doing this, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, most of us currently are um, in a musical right now that is happening at our high school so a lot of us are overlapping clubs like this plus choir plus the show so um a lot of us are kind of really revolved around the same um stuff in the department so and i would imagine you guys are all pretty tight because you are basically spending every moment of every day outside of math class with each other right mrs kazen has literally just become like your your second mom i would think at (laughs) this point okay and and you guys are just just traveling with each other um and so i would imagine fun experience there's a reason why after you joined you keep coming back and and i do appreciate you guys coming down here and, and joining us each and every year yeah no problem um 
it's such a great feeling coming back to it every single year. And I've done it four years now. And it's just really nice to spend time with all these people that I really like. And thank you for having me. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Christmas is here, bringing the cheer to young and old, meek and lovable. Ding dong, ding dong, that is a song. With joyful ring, all caroling. One seems to hear words of good cheer from everywhere, filling the air. Oh, how they pound, raising the sound, gaily we dare to the Gaily they ring while people sing songs of good cheer. Christmas is here. Merry, 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 that were all tournament uh, at the Thanksgiving tournament, came back, won two road games um, to put us to 5-0. and And then, unfortunately, last week we had two very tough conference losses, one at home to Oak Forest by a point, and then we lost to uh, our rival Oak Lawn on Friday evening by two. So, we, unfortunately, we've been battling with some uh, injuries and illness. We kind of had a flu bug go through the uh, – 
the locker room that uh, left us without some starters and we're still struggling to kind of get everybody back on the same page. But uh, so far, so good, except for last week was tough. This early in a season, do you take a look at your team, think about what you were the year before and already have an idea uh, we're better at this. We're worse at this. This is what we are. Or is it too early to figure that out? Uh, definitely uh, not. You know, it's early, but not too early to figure things like out that, you know, because I mean, we, you know, have a lot of time to work with players in the summer. You know, we have an open period in the summer where we're able to have summer camp and, and we play games over the summer as well. And most of our guys are around, you know, if they're not in another sport, they're, you know, playing pretty much year around. So, um, you know, we kind of know the skill sets of the guys that were coming back. Um, luckily, this year we were able to bring in two transfers over over the uh, over the summer, so kind of working those guys in. Luckily, they're talented players, but being able to work those guys in um, has been kind of a little different. But uh, like I said, they're uh, real good team players and real good uh, athletes. So I mean, we were able to work them in pretty seamlessly. Hold on, you got transfers? How does how did that work? Did they move into Evergreen or were they going to private school? I uh, went to private school, but moved into Evergreen. So okay. yeah, so uh, Keyshawn Vavell, a junior from Marist, um, and then Trey Dowdell, a senior from Brother Rice. So. Wow! Oh, yeah, so they're moving to Evergreen over got the got a couple of Catholic spring. League uh, kids in there, huh? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, they've been uh, and they like I said, they've really worked well with the team. They're two talented, uh, two talented players and good guys. So they fit in the locker room well. Um, and unfortunately, Trey, uh, they were both all tournament team at uh, at the Lyle Thanksgiving tournament. Uh, unfortunately, Trey went down as one of the guys along with Billy Buchanan, um, who were out uh, almost about two weeks with illness. And Grady Elwood, another one of our uh, one of our senior forwards, was out for about a week. Unfortunately, Nolan Sexton was uh, hampered by or still hampered by an ankle injury that he suffered in the second game of oh the year. Oh, my God, you sneered at that. Yeah, you yeah. sneered at it. You were like, come on, tough it up, kid. That's yeah, what you right. just did. I just saw you do that. I just saw you do that. You know, no, coaches, just, kids, coaches, kids take it so rough. I watched a third-grade basketball game. You get a kick out of this. I watched a third-grade basketball game uh, just last night. Most Holy Redeemer, third grade. It's their second game they've ever played. I got my kid on this team. He's uh-huh. the worst basketball player. But he's only because he's my kid. I was a terrible basketball player. And he's only played two games. Watch him become like this great athlete. And it's Most Holy Redeemer and Southwest third grade team. Grudge match. All these kids live in the same area of Evergreen Park. It's the the public school kids and the Catholic school kids going at each other. And it ends in a 12-12 tie. Wow. And in the last 10, 15 seconds, the coach's son for Redeemer steals an inbound pass. Third grade, steals an inbounds pass, beats everybody down the court as time is expiring, lays it up, and it rims out. And the story I hear is that dad is sitting there telling them all, great job, great job, great job, and looks at his kid and goes, you got to make that layup. (laughs) (laughs) And I I knew you were coming in today, and I was like, that is what a coach tells his kid. They're always just a little bit harder. You're talking about his injury, and you sneered like, (laughs) ugh, and he supposedly is hurt. That's what it looked like when you said that. Yeah, no, and it's more of a, you know, obviously we had big plans for this year and uh, and we still like I said the year is early so these even after these tough losses we've uh, we've stayed together and I think it's going to be a, a a real great year as far as um hopefully com- continue to compete for conference and then uh you know make a nice run in the playoffs uh but and then obviously we've got a Christmas tournament coming up as well but you know it's more of a kind of a then more of a uh, you know a sigh than a sneer just because I know how hard he's trying to get back and it's just one of those things that's just an ankle that just kind of you know it's hard to 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 get healthy when you're you have two three games a week so he's battling but uh, hopefully we can get him back fully strength uh, full uh, full strength there so he's he's hurting the house 
are you also kind of protecting your player? I mean, because he's a star. He's a star in your team. Like, is, are you basically telling your wife, like, he ain't taking out the garbage? Like, leave him alone. Let him put his foot up and yeah, watch and play video games. Are you, are you like, are you basically <laughs> stepping in and saying, I need, I need him back? So stop giving him things to do? Uh, good point. Yeah, we try to keep him off it as much as possible. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So these tournaments, you got Thanksgiving one, you got a, you got a Christmas one coming up. Are these good ways to not only gauge how your team will do in elimination games when the playoffs come, but also prepping them for that? Because, I mean, in the end, you play a season, you want to win your conference, right? Sure. But I was just in the Rice Gym this past weekend for an event that they were having over there, and my dad was with me. And he's looking up and he goes, what was that, what was that year? When they when they beat Carmel in that game when you were in high school, you know the yeah. one that I bring up every time with your hair. Yeah, right. Okay, and I'm like, it's that one. That was their first sectional championship. They have other ones since then, but that's the first year on that banner that they had ever won a sectional championship over there. You were part of that team, and so you know how difficult it is to build to get to those big things in tournaments and get further and further in them. So are these tournaments like a way for you to gauge and also teach your guys what they're going to have to do later on? Yeah, 100%. I mean, the, we're, we're actually playing in the uh, the 50th annual uh, Big Dipper tournament at Rich Township. Uh, and our first game is uh, uh, the day after Christmas, we play Bishop Knoll, who's one of the highly ranked teams in the whole state of Indiana. So we play them. And if we win that, we ended up playing Thornton, who's the number one ranked team in Illinois. So and you must so, love yeah, that because yeah. you, you get to give them really hard competition there, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so, so like, you know, I mean, like when you're in a postseason tournament, you look at a team like that coming up and you're like, oh, how do we get them this early on in this process? But in, in a tournament like that, you want your guys to go up against the best so that they know where they have to get to later on in the year, right? 100%. I mean, because the, South, the Southland is so tough as far as we're in Class 3A. Obviously, the uh, the higher class is 4A. But in 4A and 3A, the Southland teams in our sectional are so difficult. We may run into one of those teams early on, no matter how good our record is. So, yeah, definitely, you know, to your point, it's a huge uh, uh, preparation for the, the, the you know state playoffs come, you know, come March. I saw some weird proposal. I've seen a lot of weird things ever since the high school football playoffs with like people coming up with conference ideas and how they would how they would change things, you know, and and it, it struck me as kind of funny. Like I saw one proposal like what if they just all played in the area that they all reside in? And it wouldn't matter if they were public or if they were Catholic schools. What, what would that be like in basketball for you? I would, I would imagine that gets pretty intense pretty quickly with the schools that are in your immediate geographical area. Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, the sectionals are sort of based that way. They're not perfectly that way. It's not like, you know, we're um, they haven't even come out with a sectional, you know, who's going to be in what sectional just yet. But um but it won't be too far off there. There's a very good chance, like Brother Rice is in 3A this year, that they'll that they'll be intersectional. Uh, Oakland and Marist are, are 4A schools, but uh, like I said, a lot of the teams in our in the, in the Southland, the Thorntons and the Lamonts and the Hillcrests are in 3A, so they're you know not right here, but kind of in the in the surrounding uh, areas. And that's uh, there's just so much good basketball in this area, you know. And then you have the CPS teams that are that are involved as well. So you're uh, you're always running up against somebody good, no matter how you do in the regular season. All right, so let's switch away from the Evergreen Park High School basketball team before I let you go. You also were in here recently this year telling me how you're running that sports complex. Uh, what's what's new over there right now? Because I know that that's something that everybody you know in the village has an opportunity to take advantage of. What, what's going on over there? Sure, thank you. Uh, no, it's uh, I know the last time we talked was in the summer and was kind of getting kicked off over there, and a lot of times uh, 
you know, the big talk then was the outdoor pool. Unfortunately, the, the pool's closed for the for the season. I would obviously. hope so. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, the uh, I would be concerned about your yeah. ability to run the center <laughs> if you had the pool open at this time. I'm Very, just, I, you know, Jim, you're a good guy. I've known you for a while, but I'd be concerned. Very good point. Um, <laughs> so now we kind of switched to the, to the indoor stuff. We've got the turf baseball field going with a lot of our uh, our uh, Mustang Baseball Academy, the uh, girls softball leagues, um, our high school teams. Uh, big thing kind of uh, for the community is uh, pickleball. Kind of used to be at one point a bath and tennis club where racquetball and tennis where we still we still have a lot of tennis, but pickleball we have open pickleball on the weekends uh, as well as courts for rent, and that's really I mean man has that got hot as far as people of all ages you see you know young kids coming in there 17 18 years old up to senior players and there's different and then these open pickleball players it's like open gym and basketball where you just bring your uh, your paddle and you just go play on different courts against different people and uh people really get into it so i mean that's really been big again we still have continued to do a lot of tennis lessons group tennis uh, we've got all of the basketball and volleyball courts going now with the district 124 teams as well as holy redeemer st john fisher practicing um there you know whenever we can uh you know queen of martyrs as well uh, so yeah it's uh you know just always something going on in there as far as any type of sport you can even imagine so it's been, awesome. it's been awesome yeah it's uh it's great you know you walk in there on a uh you know a tuesday or wednesday night and the courts are all packed you see a ton of people coming in and out um sometimes sometimes a lot of traffic coming in and out but it's good to see uh you know all the different programs get an opportunity you know if they don't have they don't have enough gym time at the grade schools or there's times like on break when they they're not able to practice in their own gym we can you know usually accommodate them depending on uh, you know what's going on but getting them on the courts and uh you know those are uh kind of the uh everything that's going on there so it's been busy it's been great are there individual leagues over there is that is that how the pickleball thing is working are there things over there where people in the area if they're looking for something to, to join that that's available there, we you know, don't have any leagues right now because we're usually working around the you know the basketball, the volleyball because they're they're multi-purpose courts. Um, but like I said, open pickleball we have where basically you can just walk in and play. We have courts set aside on Friday nights from six to nine, and then uh, Saturday and Sunday from two to nine p.m. Those are kind of our busiest times. We have been kind of kicking around trying to set aside some time where we can run some type of league. Um, you know, maybe possibly during the day. So I mean, I, I know there's been a lot lot of uh you know uh especially seniors and kind of like semi-retired people that are interested in in getting more into pickleball um that maybe don't want to get involved with the big open play where there's a ton of people there where they want to get their own courts and just kind of come play during the day if you know if or if they're working from want to see how ridiculous they look when they're trying to learn how to do it because <laughs> nah. i've never played it and i'm like it's something i probably should learn because everybody's doing it but i don't want to go with a crowd watching me yeah no so you're right so like you said so a lot of times people will and then there's there's uh instructors out there we've been working with some instructors possibly to come in and uh to uh you know teach lessons and, and kind of show people how to play if they're just new to the game because like i said so many more people are, are doing it it's i mean i had never really even heard about it until the last couple of years and it's really i was down in florida a couple of months ago and how crazy it is down there i mean it's unbelievable but yeah i mean we might uh, i think last saturday we had almost 50 55 players on our four or five courts so i remember the first time i heard it was when mayor burke was down here and she was telling me they were putting a pickleball court in one of the parks. And I laughed at her because I thought she was making it up. I was like, what the heck is that? And she's like, oh, no, no, people have been playing this for years. I'm like, where have they been playing yeah, it? It's, it's like one of those Mandela effect things. Where like, <laughs> you're like, did I really live in this reality? I've never heard of this. And all these people know how to play it. But uh, it sounds like it's getting bigger and bigger. So sports complex over there and 91st in California. Uh, Jim's doing a good job over there running that. And he's got his basketball team. So he's busy. 
It's busy time. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no, there's no doubt. It's you're busy not, trying. You're to, not shopping for presents. You're yeah. just taking credit on the morning of the 25th. Aren't you? Exactly. <laughs> Jim Sexton, head coach of the Evergreen Park High School basketball uh, team, the Mustangs, and also uh, running that sports complex. Thanks so much. Thanks, Chris. Have a happy holiday season. I really appreciate it. Your EP podcast, Word on the Street, as Christmas approaches quickly, is brought to you by the brand new Spoken Vine Wine Bar and Bottle Shop. If you are looking for a last-minute gift, you can taste the wines, you can test them out, and then you can buy a bottle for a friend and maybe for yourself. Also a great spot to get together during this holiday season. Kick back, have some good food, have a few laughs, 21 and over establishment, have an adult night out. Northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie. See more at SpokenVineWines.com. You heard the mayor of Evergreen Park on this show just a few episodes ago. It is on demand. Go back and listen if you missed it. There's a lot of good information in there. Mayor Kelly Burke talked to us about Flood Brothers taking over all the waste removal in Evergreen Park. That is effective January 1st. It's coming up. Those of you in the Southeast Quadrant, your service day is switching to Friday. Now, because of the holidays, they're going to have a couple Saturday pickups. Your first two pickups will be Saturday, December the 30th, and then there'll be another one in the Southeast Quadrant on Saturday, January the 6th, and then the first regular Friday pickup is on Friday, January the 12th. Meanwhile, the Evergreen Park Fire Department is keeping the wreath red. There's a big giant wreath right there on the fire station along Kedzie Avenue. It's got red lights. If there's a fire caused by your holiday decorations, not only will you have fire damage, but one of the red bulbs is going to be replaced with a white bulb so everybody can see that you weren't safe during the holidays. Don't be one of those white bulbs or a smoldering house on your block. Practice holiday fire safety in your home. Just before Christmas, the Evergreen Park Senior Council is presenting their monthly luncheon on December the 21st at 11 a.m. with Vito Zotto providing the entertainment. Tickets are only 10 bucks. Get them at the community center right away, 3450 West 97th Street. Also remember that the Daniel Capuano Ice Rink is now open. Yukich Field, 89th and Kedzie, really cool outdoor ice rink that has a roof over it. Follow the EP Rec Department Facebook page or the Village website for all of the skating hours. The Rec Department is also taking your request to have Santa to your home all the way through Christmas Eve. Schedule a visit 708-229-3373. And there is still time to get in on Christmas break camp put on by the Rec Department crafts, games, ice skating, trivia, and so much more for kids in grades 1 through 6, December the 26th to the 29th, and then January 2nd through the 5th, 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. over at the Community Center, residents only, 250 for the two-week camp, 708-229-3373, or register in advance online, go to the Village website. And the youth department wants to remind you that Open Gym is going on for several different things. Open Gym Volleyball, 5th to 8th grade on Wednesdays, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Open Gym Basketball, 5th to 8th grade on Fridays, 5.30 to 7.30. And then the high school kids get Open Gym Basketball on Mondays, 5.30 to 7.30. It's all over at the Maple Well Center, 3450 West Maple Street. 
$5 entry plus the kids can get concessions. For more information, 708-229-3377. And do not forget a last-minute stocking stuffer for you. Get some hot sauce from Sid Sauce. I just ordered a bunch. I'm giving away hot sauces to friends and family as stocking stuffers. They got all of them out right now. The Mango Ate Your Baby, the Mango Slayed Your Family. Can you tell I like the mango hot sauces? Pick out one that you like. They have all kinds. They're not all just mango. Peppers grown in Evergreen Park, delivered to your door here in the EP for free, SidSauce.net. Got a fun show planned for you next week after Christmas is over. On Tuesday the 26th, it'll be out. If you need us between now and then, remember, all the old shows, every show for the last five plus years is on demand anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. And I wish you a Merry Christmas from the EP Podcast from me and the Mandrigals closing out the show right here on the EP Podcast. Merry Christmas. Don't be